0: stick my toes in i'm frozen i know i'm God's chosen internal explosion too scared to stick my toes in i'm frozen i know i'm God's chosen internal explosion what's up everybody it's benny j and hey, yo it's your boy mr pastor in training in the building and this is internal explosion the podcast episode number eight, cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. So what are we talking about when we say cuckoo? Not just a bird, and it's not the kookaburra, even though he lived in the old gum tree. We're talking about the confusion that we are enduring right now within our society due to this concept of wokeness, this wokeism that we keep hearing about. The funny thing is, Wokeism is just the current label for all the confusion that always has been anyway. It's just showing how prevalent the confusion is at the moment. And this is a very targeted agenda that has captured the minds of so many people who really didn't have a good solid foundation in the truth to begin with. And now, just like the waves of the ocean, they're being tossed back and forth but they don't even know why. And they can't say why they believe in wokeism or the concepts therein. All they can really say is that they believe it because of this herd mentality. Mm-hmm. And which is the same kind of concept you hear with maybe from the woke left towards the Christians or toward other religious groups where they say, well, isn't that just herd mentality as well? And that is where you need to consider what is your standard for measurement. How do you measure the truth? What determines if something is true versus whether something is a lie? How do you figure that out? Other than having a standard to actually judge from. If you don't have a standard, I encourage you to start seeking it out quickly because there is only hope for those who actually find the true standard, which is in Christ. He gives us all of the information, all the wisdom, all the love, the rejuvenation, the regeneration that we could ever ask for in order to set us up to do his work and his will, which is to share the gospel, the truth of his existence, of who he is and what he's done with the entire world. So when I think about the woke mob, all of these dudes, all these all these people who are out there in the world screaming at the top of their lungs, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. What are they really crying for? What are they really about? Is it just the ideologies of the day? Is it just a strong feeling in the moment? Is it a sense of novelty that just happens to be hot right now and supported within the mainstream media, giving them the impression that somehow that's where the power and control is? Deception. It's deceptively enticing and alluring to people who are looking for that, but can't find it elsewhere, can't find it in a genuine way. They need someone to hold them up, which is a foundation. Even if it's a foundation of lies, it's still something that can hold them up temporarily. But I'll tell you this, it's not going to be sustainable because the truth never returns void. The truth always comes back to punch us in the face, to snap us back into reality, and to reorient us to where the truth actually, to who the truth came from to begin with. What would you say, Chris? What would you say about that truth?
1: Yeah, man. Well, I, I, I think when I think about people, I think people inherently want truth they want they want some type of stability they want some type of predictability yeah. you know i think of falling into the anxiety trap it's because things are spiraling out of control there's confusion and one of the ways to bring us back is to find the things that are real that are absolute so yes. that whole thing about stability i think people i can almost guarantee that people want stability and they yeah. want truth but it's just that we are being fed narratives from so many different sources. Oh, man. It is so hard to cling to something that is an absolute truth. Hmm. And we will almost settle for for lesser truths or or lesser gods because yeah. we just want something instant. I mean, I, I, I'm a victim of it myself. Sometimes I just want something instant right there. But when we are seeking truth, seeking truth is not an instant thing. No. You know, when, when we think about just just growing from a child to an adult, there are certain things that we know as truth because we have tested it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. usually accompanied by some type of failure <laughs> so that we can course correct yeah. in order for it to be a truth. And so thinking about how news was delivered to the American people back in the 60s, mm-hmm. there were only like three news sources. And these reporters would d- dive deep into the content and give us something that we could say is, is some type of truth. Mm-hmm. But now we have sources that are not vetted. You know, It's not just your three news networks. We have networks all over cable, YouTube, and oh. uh, Facebook. And now we don't have a sense of what absolute truth is. Mm-hmm. And so it's a... It's something that we have to consistently fight for and put in the hard work for. Yeah, Chris, I'm
0: thinking I got this image just now as you were talking about the amount of news outlets that mm-hmm. exist today, both vetted and not vetted. And I thought about I got this image of there's oversaturation. Mm-hmm. There are just too many news, uh, there's too many news outlets here at this point to really look and see which one is going to be rooted in truth or which one is going to be trustworthy in a general sense. And then I thought about on a hot summer day, I'm chilling outside. There's a big difference between getting misted with some cool water Mm -hmm. and getting drenched. (laughs) And there are a lot of times where I'm just looking to get misted. But with the news outlets and the way they are today, even if I just open up my, my browser window for a moment, I feel like I'm getting drenched. Mm. All I wanted was a little misting. Before I know it, I'm waterlogged. And then if I go too long, spending too much time on TikTok, ended up getting some form of uh, some nationalistic form of water torture. Mm. Wow, <laughs> You fill in the blank. <laughs> but i think it's really important to understand when we're oversaturated with something or oversatiated with something it no longer has the impact on us that it should have when we come into when we come into a space where we're faced with a a truth or a piece of information that we have to really examine closely it's hard enough to just take that one bit of information and make sense of it along with Many, maybe some other working parts to make a whole picture, a more complete picture, if you will. So I think what's what's going on for a lot of us is we don't have clear pictures because we're not getting the truth. We're not getting the kind of perspectives that would help us to actually seek out the truth. The news medias are giving us an opportunity to see what they want us to see. It's all contrived and controlled. It's not meant for you to understand it fully, which lends itself to creating confusion. And confusion is a great way to create a catalyst or a speeding up of the process to try to get an entire society to collapse in on itself. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing an attempt against the American people to control them through information, to manipulate them emotionally, to make them react, and then to see how they work. And then whenever, it's, whenever it seems to die down and they go back to their normative behaviors and their normative attitudes, throw one more little thing in there, one more bit of poison in the well and see how it quickly disseminates and causes more reaction. This is a, this is a consistent process that has been going on for quite a long time, particularly in US culture. And we need to be wary of this, which means we have to be on guard. But how can you be on guard if you're not
1: well equipped? Mm. Um, and so that, that lends itself the question, uh, what, is, what is truth? And I think of truth as being something that is correct, no matter the geography, no matter the time, no matter the situation. So you think of gravity on this planet. Gravity in the year 1900 is the same as gravity today. Yeah. It's the same in Pennsylvania as it is in Pakistan. And it's the same regardless of the situation. So gravity, at least on planet Earth, is is a truth. Yeah. It's something that has been tried. It's something that we can evaluate. And so that flies in the face of instant. It flies yeah. in the face of quick. And so when we talk about being discerning, Discerning has to go through the filter of what we know, yeah. um, and you know that has many different layers uh, to it. Yes, um, but it can't just be a snap judgment. Um, and I would argue that any real good snap judgment is is a series of, or I should say, it's the the consequence to what we know. It's yes. our knowledge. It's like we just react because we've seen this before. We've seen this pattern before. Yes. So it's all rooted in some type of truth. Some pattern recognition. Right. And so we, when we think about the truth that has persisted, that absolute truth, we look at the way news has changed over the last, you know, five years, ten years, fifteen years, yeah. but then we look back and see what has taken 2,000 years or what has been consistent for 2,000-plus years. And we see that Christ has been remarkably consistent. Yes. And as we look at that truth, as we look at the Scripture truth, over time it's been proven that regardless of geography, regardless of situation, regardless of ra- um, nationality and racial group, um, so, any category you want to place people in, the Bible has proven itself to be true, and the words of Christ has proven themselves to be true. Yeah. So in seeking the truth, we have a wealth of of trials and yeah. tests to finally land on the fact that what Jesus says is true, and at least we know what truth is, yes. and then we can see the rest of life through that lens. Yeah, and I think about this idea
0: of going back to wokeism. Mm-hmm. I think about how it's it's not grounded in any central theme. There's a lot of there's a lot of what seems to be randomness going on within it, where it can't really agree with itself. Now there are a lot of there are a lot of roots to truth, but the way that the offshoots go, it, it ends up being a more of a weed system than an actual. Mm-hmm true tree type of system where everything is united as as one there's a lack of unity in these operations and i call them operations because they're supposed to be working together and they have the appearance of unity because you hear the same talking points over and over again but it's not from the same heart mm. there's a heart of discord there's a heart of jealousy there's a heart of anger Envy, slander, bitterness, all the things that Christ tells us that we're not supposed to have rooted in our hearts. He tells us that we're supposed to be united together in him through the bond that comes from the spirit, the bond of peace. Mm -hmm. There's no peace within the woke. There's none. So if that doesn't give you a sense of the type of fruit that they bear, I don't know what would. And if you want to get into an argument with something, a meaningless quarrel, go start talking about what you know is truth with someone who is struggling, battling through confusion. They'll make you start feeling confused if you give them away to your heart. That's why you have to be set up and equipped knowing the truth. When when those people come around and they start espousing their beliefs and their attitudes from their hearts are just pouring forth. You need to be able to speak to that clearly, and you need to know when to pull the plug on certain conversations. Mm -hmm. Not every conversation is going to lead to enlightenment. Sometimes the only thing a conversation leads to is vitriol, Mm -hmm. animosity, malice, slander, whatever it is. You don't want to be a part of that, especially Christians. Christian, to you who believe, don't waste your time in meaningless arguments. Continuously prove Who God is, the light that he says he is, the love that he says he pours forth on us. Prove it by the way that you love your fellow believers and by the way that you live at peace among everybody, even those who are far from God, who don't know Jesus. Constantly show your love for God through your good works, through the faith that you hold. Don't sit back and pretend like everything's all good because you love Jesus. (laughs) You're right. You still got work to do, and you're going to go through some serious troubles. You're going to go through trials and tribulations and great persecution, even greater than Jesus himself, Mm -hmm. according to Jesus. How are you going to be persecuted if you're not living contrarily to the world? Woke is the world's version of Christ's awakening. You don't want any part of that. You want to be filled with the spirit and awaken to, this, to the truths that could only come from God, the infinite outer dimensional truths that are outside of what we know in this dimension. All of our truths are, tr- are subject to change as science has proven to us over and over again. Science is beautiful when it's when it's incorporated correctly. When we use it to test and retest and to see if something is reliable and valid, we're crushing it but we have to remain curious. We become, when, we, when we become stuck on a sense of what we think we understand, when we become proud and arrogant about one form of thinking, and we try to fit everything into that, we're missing the point that God is inexhaustible. Hmm. His creation is vast. It's incredible. It's wondrous. And it captures his essence. We can't miss that which means we have to stay curious and continue
1: seeking always. Wow, man, you're you're dropping a lot of gems. And, you know, I think about what is the result of understanding the truth, Mm. um, the truth that that my brother talks about. It's it's unity. You know, we talked about confusion and chaos being the result of these these lesser truths. Um, The absolute truth is, you know, if the result is love, yeah, you know, we talked about fruits of the spirit last week, you know, yep. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness and, you know, a series of others. Um ultimately unity, you know, community. That doesn't mean that we we go around always talking about things that people want to hear. No. But our spirit is able to receive it in love because it is an absolute truth. It's building community. If I tell my brother or my sister that that something that they're doing is being detrimental, mm. I'm telling them out of love because they can be so much better. And I want them to be better and I want to build them up and I'm not trying to tear them down. But that is all rooted in the absolute truth. And the outgrowth of all that is love, is building community. It's the opposite of confusion. Yes. If I say something to my brother, he's not confused about it because he knows my heart. You know, I know his heart. And so I know exactly what he's talking about. I should not be confused. And if I am confused, I can't just live in that confusion. I have to start asking questions about it. I have to start examining my heart, um, testing the spirits, as Scripture says. And so, yes, we all do have a common enemy that is confusion. But fortunately, Satan, the yes, author of the confusion. author of confusion. But fortunately for us, we know we know the truth. And that truth has been in existence well before the 2,000 years uh, that Christ has walked, um, or since Christ has walked the earth. Yes. And it is so good that we have um, the privilege to understand Christ. That's real privilege. The privilege to, to talk to you about it. And if you are already a follower of Christ, all this means is that we have work to do. Yes. Because only a third of the world will... Will say Christ is who he is. He said only, like that's not hundreds of millions. Yeah, man. We're talking about close to 3 billion that's 3 people. Billion. Oh my goodness. But on the flip side, that means that there's 5 billion people that either A, don't know Christ, or B, refuse to know Christ. Yeah. So we we got our work to do. Yes, you know, you do. Ha- have, have some work to do. But at the end of the day, we're chasing truth. Yes. And we're chasing community. We're chasing love. And if woke... It woke in the purest sense. If it leads to enlightenment, enlightenment and being awake in Christ, then yes, we, we got some work to do. But yeah, you know, we're gonna make it.
0: Chris said that something to me earlier before we even started this podcast today about the original meaning of woke hmm. back in the '60s. Like, stay woke meant that you were gonna stay aware of the underlying realities. That weren't being shown to you in the public, that you knew were, you knew where they were there. You could feel something was off. Intuition told people that, nah, something's not, something's fishy in this scenario I've been given. I don't believe in what they've shared. I, I know there's a there's something deeper that lies beneath. This is where all that conspiracy mm-hmm. t- type of talk comes out of. And I think about that, and I'm like, yo, hmm. Funny how something so positive, such as staying aware, staying focused on what's going on around Mm -hmm. you as to not succumb to foolishness unintentionally or to be led astray unknowingly. This is such a great idea. But the way that the term woke is used today, they've abused it and they've turned it into something extremely confusing and unfortunately sinister at its heart. Mm -hmm. It's no longer a great awakening type of mentality where you would have a truth to behold and say, I measure all things up according to this foundational truth. Now it's, oh, everything is fluid. Everything's on a spectrum. You choose what's good for you. You go to where your itching ears want to hear. Does that sound healthy? If you're doing something that's incredibly bad for you because it could harm you or other people, do you really want me to come to you and say, yeah, keep going? You're doing awesome. So it can lead you directly to death at a faster rate. Mm. Does that sound good? I highly doubt that you would think so. So band with us together here. Come, come, come alongside Chris and I in this constant battle we have, mm. both within our within ourselves with our flesh versus the spirit of God that dwells in us, and and the realities of all the darkness, the the spiritual principalities and rulers, the authorities in this dark world, I'm not fighting against the people who are woke. I'm fighting against the spirituality, the attitudes, the actual spirits that are influencing the people. And the only way we can fight that is through careful prayer, Mm fasting, fasting and making sure that we're rooted in God's Word so that we have, like Jesus had in the wilderness, in the desert, an an opportunity to speak directly what the truth is in the Scripture to those attitudes, to those demonic influences that are harming people so much. So even though that might sound a little Benny Hinn or a little wild there, (laughs) so be it. I need it to be known. I need you to know that there is something that lies much, much deeper than just this battle between our physical bodies and the way that we think. There's something spiritual going on here that is either creating more death in you and leading you to a much swifter death, because when sin is fully fully blown, it grows into fullness, it leads to death. But God, praise, praise Him, gave us the opportunity to become made alive in Christ. Amen. And that's an everyday process living through Him, Giving him every part of ourselves in submission to him and his will. So it's a lot to say in a relatively brief podcast <laughs> today, but this is a this is a topic that's near and dear to our hearts. And we want you to know just the level of importance, the urgency there is to wake up, wake up, smell the Jesus, <sighs> smell the Jesus. <sighs> I'm telling you, yo, it's it's divine. Mm-hmm. It's like that rose water, mm. <laughs> mixed not mixed with lavender. Oh, that'd be grimy. Oh, gosh. no, infinitely better than that. You come up with your own thought. Insert there. It'll it'll all be better than what I just said. Yeah. But again, God bless you all. Please consider the things we've shared with you. And again, this is Internal Explosion,
1: the podcast. I'm Benny J. And yo, it's your boy, Mr. Pastor in training in the building. And again,
0: cuckoo, cuckoo. Don't go woke, you'll go broke. (laughs) Sorry for the random cliche. I had to.